Welcome back to Gaming Raid. So we had an interesting week last week. Fans of Google Stadia had taken to Reddit to voice their opinion on the future of the streaming services. The Pokemon company released pricing information about Pokemon Home, but is it enough? And Nintendo announced their next special edition console. As always, if you guys like this podcast, make sure you follow me on your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.fm, so you can stay up to date with all the latest gaming news. You can also find me on Twitter at Gaming Nord Media and Mixer at Gaming Nord. So here's some quick news of the week. Nintendo has announced the next limited edition console in their Switch library, and that's an Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch. This limited edition Nintendo Switch console is the perfect way to start your new island life, including an island-themed bundle that matches the game's cute, beachy aesthetic. The back of the console itself is embossed with waves and silhouettes of Animal Crossing characters camping. The dock features Tom Nook and his sons Timmy and Tommy waving from a small island. There's also Joy-Cons paired with same color straps. These Joy-Cons are a sky blue and mint green color. However, the game doesn't come with the package as the limited edition console is available on March 13th, a week before the game is released. There are two important things to note about this new Switch. The good news is that it is the updated Switch model with the improved battery life that Nintendo released last year. The bad news is that it, despite the branding, it doesn't come with a copy of the game. You will have to buy it separately if you want to play Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Animal Crossing New Horizons Edition Switch. The special edition console costs the standard $299 price point and is up for pre-order at GameStop, Walmart, and Best Buy. Amazon will also hold pre-orders, but at the time of this recording, they might be sold out. This bundle will come out on March 13th. And on January 29th, we had another Devil May Cry 3 feature announcement. In this announcement, producer Matt Walker took to Twitter to talk about weapon switching. Weapon switching is another little feature that fits right in with that theme. The ability to equip and switch between all weapons during combat. Previously, you could only equip two guns and two devil arms at a time, but with this new system, You'll have access to all five guns and all five devil arms as they are unlocked in the game. And to help the switching action even more, Capcom added a quick radial menu option in addition to the traditional cycling mechanisms. The third and final announcement will be on February 13th, so mark your calendars and follow me on Twitter to keep up to date with Devil May Cry 3 for the Nintendo Switch. Now that we got the quick news out of the way, let's jump into the headliners of the week. Pokemon Home pricing was released last week, and it has some people scratching their heads thinking, is it really worth it? So there are two tiers. You have a basic plan and a premium plan. The basic plan is free, but gives players limited access to Pokemon Home's features. For instance, the number of Pokemon that can be deposited is only 30 Pokemon. The premium plan has three options, one month for $2.99, three months for $4.99, or 12 months for $15.99. Deciding which plan to get should be easy if you want to deposit a lot more Pokemon, more than just the 30 in the basic plan. You'll need the premium plan to do so. 
So let's run down both of the plans. So starting off with a basic plan, you won't be able to move Pokemon from the Pokemon bank. You will only be allowed to deposit up to 30 Pokemon. The number of Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once is three. Number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once is one. You can participate in room trade, but you can't host. And there is no judge function. I will get into what the judge function is in a little bit. Going down the premium plan, you can move Pokemon from the Pokemon bank. You can have up to 6,000 Pokemon deposited. You can have 10 Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once. You can have up to three Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once. And you can participate and host in room trading. And also you will be able to have the judge function. Pokemon Home will connect on the Nintendo Switch with Pokemon Sword and Shield, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. The company noted, however, that a Pokemon moved from Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee cannot be moved back to the games once it has been transferred to Sword and Shield. Pokemon can move freely between Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, though. Both the mobile app and Switch versions will allow players to connect to Pokemon Bank, the older Pokemon storage system from the Nintendo 3DS era, if you remember. The Pokemon company said Pokemon Home will eventually support Pokemon Go, too, but not at launch. Pokemon Home has a bunch of other features, too, like the National Pokedex, where you'll be able to see all the Pokemon you've collected across all the games previously mentioned. Mystery gifts are accessible through Pokemon Home 2, and also there is a new feature called Judging, which will allow players to check how strong their Pokemon are before you actually trade with other users. Pokemon Home will be available later this month in February, so stay tuned to my Twitter page as we will keep you locked when the official announcement happens. And Google Stadia owners have taken to Reddit to voice their growing concerns over Google's handling of the game streaming platform. A Reddit user, Gizoogle, had posted on Reddit his concern about the support from the major tech company. Here's what he had to say. Stadia has officially gone 40 days without a new game announcement or release, feature update, or real community update. Now that everyone's renewal date is approaching, I think it's time we outline the issues and attempt to get some sort of response from the Google team that inspires more confidence than what we've seen so far. Now, it's it's a pretty damning statistic when you consider the platform has only been out in the wild for 70 days, and there haven't been any exclusive title drops on the platform. Sure, Destiny 2 was given to everyone for free, but xCloud just dropped it on their platform and consumers didn't have to fork out $130 for a fancy controller. Now, within days of this Reddit post, a Google team member responded to the Reddit post and said the following. We understand the desire to hear more specifics on the games. After all, that is what it's about, the games. Of course, not all 120 titles will be announced by the Stadia team as we leave it up to the publishers to make the announcement about their IPs 
and which platforms it will appear on, just as we will do with the exclusive content coming to Stadia. The rep also added, there are a lot of reasons for the time of those game announcements. Anything from planned promotions or events, title readiness, proximity to first playable demo, shareholder requirements, etc. We continue to work closely with our publishing and developing partners and are here to support them in all areas. We are excited to share more about some of the exclusive games coming soon to the Stadia platform. I mean, I don't know what to think of this. We have a platform where it can excel beyond belief if the Google team just puts a little bit of effort into it. And this would be the perfect time to do so as Microsoft and Sony numbers are dropping because of, you know, everyone's getting ready for the next gen consoles and Nintendo's off doing their own thing. So why hasn't Stadia pushed for a, a big game announcement or any type of an exclusive title? Because right now, at this point of 2020, it's an open field for them. They can go off and do whatever they need to do to basically get to the point uh, of what we're all wanting Google Stadia to be at. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's an awesome concept. And, you know, I think eventually Google will realize that they'll turn their strategy into a more of a Netflix style. And that's, I think, when you will see more people start jumping in on it. But the fact that you had people pay $130 for a controller and and it's the quality of a basic Xbox One controller, if that, and yet you're not giving anybody more resources to be like, hey, well, I might actually jump in on this at one point and, you know, keep renewing my subscription. It's like you're just basically burying yourself in the dirt. But it is sad because I really, like I said before, I wanted this platform to work, but it just seems like it's slowly, slowly dying. But who knows, maybe things will change when E3 comes around. As we've seen before, a lot of companies will come to this conference and promote all their big uh, titles and plans for the next coming year. So we can only wait until June and uh, let's and, and hope for the best. In our last bit of news, Sony and Microsoft released the next round of free games for PlayStation Plus and Xbox games with gold. First off, we have Bioshock The Collection, Sims 4, and Firewall Zero Hour coming to the PlayStation Plus platform. All three games will be available from now to March 2nd. Now, on the Microsoft side, we have Isle of Man available to download from now to February 29th, Call of Cthulhu will be available on February 16th and through March 15th, Fable Heroes available now to February 15th, and Star Wars Battlefront will be available on February 16th to February 29th, all of which are playable on the Xbox One. Microsoft kind of fell off the bandwagon just a little bit uh, this month as you know Sony's definitely coming out on top. You have Bioshock the Collection that also comes with all the DLCs, and the three major games. So, I mean, you're really getting, you know, good 120 hours of gameplay there. And then, of course, Sims 4. I mean, you can easily drop 200 hours in that game all in itself. So, definitely, uh, it's sad that Microsoft uh, kind of went a different direction this month. But who knows? Maybe March will shape things up. But definitely kudos to Sony for giving us amazing, amazing games. 
So that'll do it for here on the Gaming Raid Podcast. Thanks to everyone for listening, as I much appreciate it. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at GamingNordMedia. And obviously, most importantly, follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It would help us out if you did. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time.